You're listening to In Her Voice, a podcast brought to you by Women in Hollywood. I'm your host, Melissa Silverstein, and this podcast is dedicated to supporting and amplifying the voices of women who work in the global entertainment business. Thanks for joining us. Let's get started. Here's today's news brief. As the WGA strike moves into its second week without new negotiations scheduled, here are a couple of things that are top of mind to know. Studios have terminated long-term production deals. David Simon of The Wire fame had his 25-year HBO contract terminated. The Teamsters are not crossing picket lines, and other unions are also in solidarity. SAG after head Fran Drescher, who is also a WGA member, walked the line earlier this week with WGA West President Meredith Steam. Drescher said, It's important that we support our sister unions in the entertainment industry. We have to be in solidarity with them. That's the only way that the labor can effectively stand up for itself and be recognized for what our needs are. The Actors Guild starts their negotiations on June 7th and their contract expires on June 30th. The Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, the AMPTP, who all the guilds negotiate with, starts negotiation with the Directors Guild on May 10th as per their contract. So it might be a while before they get back to the table with the writers. The Directors contract also expires on June 30th, like the Actors contract. Productions are shutting down. Hacks, loot, to name a few, because there are no writers on the set, and writing continues beyond the writer's room into production. Showrunners have received letters from studios telling them that they still need to do their producing tasks while on strike, and that is in conflict with WGA strike rules. I don't think many are going to cross the picket lines, as Shonda Rhimes said at an event last week. I am a writer on strike. Joe Biden made his first comments on the strike. At a Disney Plus screening at the White House of American-born Chinese, he said, I sincerely hope the writer's strike in Hollywood gets resolved and the writers are given a fair deal that they deserve as soon as possible. This is an iconic, meaningful American industry, and we need the writers and all the workers and everyone involved to tell the stories of our nation, the stories of all of us. Lastly, here's a comment from lead negotiator Ellen Stutzman. There's room for negotiation on everything. That's the expectation. The problem is they just said no to everything. We, of course, expect to negotiate on all the points. We just can't negotiate with someone who says no to everything. If there are any women striking writers listening to this and want a forum to talk about the issues, please reach out. Our email is in the show notes. Here are some other things of note. I was a person obsessed with all things Theranos. And I was surprised to see that New York Times writer Amy Chozik got to spend a lot of time with Elizabeth Holmes as she is trying to rehabilitate herself before she goes to jail. Read the great story. It's in the show notes. Holmes basically says that she created a whole different persona and that that deep voice and all the other bullshit that went along with it was not her. She said about the actors who portrayed her, quote, they're not playing me. They're playing a character I created. Oh my God, she created a character and she lived with that character for decades. She should win an Oscar. Unbelievable. My opinion is that she is full of shit and deserves to go to jail. With the opening of Book Club 2 this coming weekend, 85-year-old Jane Fonda will have had three movies released in 2023. 
80 for Brady, moving on, and now book club two. Power to her. I'm pissed that CBS canceled East New York, a show that centered a black woman deputy police inspector. It was created by two men, one white and one black, and featured so many actors of color. Such a shame. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced its class this year, and it includes Willie Nelson, along with Sheryl Crow, Kate Bush, and Missy Elliott. And speaking of Joe Biden, he appointed Lady Gaga to serve as co-chair with Bruce Cohn for the President's Committee on the Arts and Humanities. She will be serving with George Clooney, Shonda Rhimes, Kerry Washington, Jennifer Garner, Troy Kotsur, and John Batiste. The commission has not been constituted since Trump disbanded it in 2017. Mandy Walker, who we thought would become the first woman to win an Academy Award for Best Cinematography, made some history by becoming the first woman to win the Millie Award at the Australian Cinematography Society Awards. She said, I'm incredibly proud and honored to be the first woman to win this award. Here's to all the other glass ceiling breakers who will come after this. Personally, I will be so happy when we no longer live in a world of firsts. In this week's Cannes News, the jury has been finalized, and the women members are Moroccan director Mariam Tozani, French-British Zambian screenwriter and director Rungano Nioni, actor Brie Larson, and French director Julia Ducourneau, who was the second woman to win the Palme d'Or in 2021 and the first to win it on her own. Gone are the days when there's no woman on the jury. And for this week's trailer segment, as the Women's World Cup approaches in July, there will be an onslaught of stories to remind us of how long it took to get where we are and that we are still not in a place of equity. With Australia and New Zealand hosting the Cup for the first time, Disney Plus has a new documentary on the Australian women's team, which has one of the greatest players in the world, Sam Kerr. All the trailers will be in the show notes. Another trailer along this line is for the new HBO Max doc on the creation of the Angel City Football Club, the new NWSL club that is based in LA. NWSL is National Women's Soccer League. Hope you're watching those games. Started by three women, including Natalie Portman, none of them knew anything about soccer. They set out to create a sports team with a very different vision. I will be posting my chat with director Arlene Nelson soon. The show starts streaming on May 16th and will go for three nights in a row. Last trailer this week that I want to talk about is With Love, the series created by the great Gloria Calderon-Colette. The show centers on siblings Lily and George Diaz as they navigate big life changes and rely on their equally big family to get them through. I really enjoyed the first season and I'm looking forward to the second, which will premiere on Prime on June 2nd. I would also love everyone to put May 23rd on their calendar for the debut of The Fire That Took Her on Paramount+. Plus. The film is directed by Patricia Gillespie and executive produced by the legendary Sheila Nevins. It is a project that I am very proud of as it was part of the Athena Film Festival's Works in Progress program. Another of the Works in Progress program films, Breaking the News, will premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival on June 8th. I will be there to support the filmmakers, and if any listeners are there, please say hi. In today's What the Actual Fuck, legendary actor Richard Dreyfuss seems to have lost his fucking mind. He went on a TV show and said the Academy's new diversity rules makes him vomit, and also said, am I being told that I will never have a chance to play a black man? I say, yes, Richard, you are being told that. 
is someone else being told that if they're not Jewish, they shouldn't play The Merchant of Venice. Are we crazy? Do we not know that art is art, Richard? We are not crazy. You are. Lastly, giving a big shout out to Jamila Jamil for speaking truth to power last week at the Met Gala honoring Carl Langerfeld. She said on Instagram, Last night, Hollywood and fashion said the quiet part out loud when a lot of famous feminists chose to celebrate at the highest level a man who was so publicly cruel to women, to fat people, to immigrants, and to sexual assault survivors. And all the women's publications and spectators online chose to gleefully ignore it. Thank you, Jamila, for speaking truth to power. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to share with a friend or better yet, follow us on Spotify and give us five stars or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Spreading the word really helps us reach as many people as possible. You can also subscribe to the Substack for the Women in Hollywood weekly newsletter of all content buying about women that is opening and streaming. You can sign up directly at womenandhollywood.com. In Her Voice is produced by Leonie Marsh. This is a Women in Hollywood Productions podcast. I'm Melissa Silverstein. Until next time, goodbye.